Welcome to a Naffy Break with Job Oppo, a new and refreshing podcast series that aims to shine a light on the sectors that work best for our veteran community. Listen in and let Job Oppo help you find the job, not just a job. Well, welcome on to this edition of a Naffy Break with Job Oppo. Uh, today, we're going to talk about a new Job Oppo client in Clear Channel, and we're going to meet Richard and Will from Clear Channel. Guys, welcome on to the Naffy Break podcast. Thank you for having us. First of all, guys, uh, just kick us off. Uh, Will, if you could just give us a little bit of an understanding of your role within the organisation. Okay, so Rich and I are joint MDs of Clear Channel UK. Um, my role is to look after the infrastructure side of the business predominantly. So that's the, uh, we, we have um, bus shelter contracts across the whole of the UK, uh, national footprint, um, which need cleaning, maintaining, servicing, and winnings. So we do the tender work. Uh, and Rich, maybe lead on to you. Yeah, thank you. I look after the media side, uh, same as Will. I've been working at Clear Channel 20 years, held a variety of roles, uh, still enjoying it, still having fun. Well, that's not a bad thing after all that length of time. Guys, just, just to be really clear straight, uh, straight away for people jumping onto this pod, tell us exactly the kind of work that the, the company does, if you could. Okay. Uh, Rich, I'll lead you jump in. Um, so we are um, a media firm predominantly, but the media we have are the, you'll, you'll know us straight away as soon as I say it, we're a company called Clear Channel and we do the bus shelter advertising as well as billboard advertising. So we do, um, that advertising money funds public infrastructure. So, so the advertising revenue that Rich and the Tears teams generate then gets invested back into building um, street furniture contracts, we call them. So bus shelters, uh, smart bikes, it could be anything from that to public toilets even in the past. So it's kind of um, a, a, a nice circle. The more money we generate, the more we can invest, the more better we better we make local communities. So it's, it's a good business model, one we're quite proud of. So I'm pretty sure everyone will have walked past a shelter with an advert in it. They'll see that. Now they'll know and they'll look somewhere on the bottom of that and they'll look for the words clear channel and they'll be able to uh, they'll be able to join the dots up. Yeah, the big one we 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 get frustrated with is everybody thinks that the bus shelters are provided by the local authority. It's actually it's actually us. So we we buy them, build them, maintain them, clean them, the whole thing. There are there are some areas which we, we do it jointly, etc. But predominantly yeah, it's the cradle to great piece, and it is, it is clear channel, but uh, it's kind of a quiet brand. People don't really know what we do. I think people would be nicer to us if they knew how much we put back into the community. Well, every day's a school day, and you've taught me something today, so that's fantastic. Um, guys, tell us, I mean, we're obviously talking here, service leavers and veterans listening to this. What's the military connections within the within the company, and, and why have you specifically said that you want to employ and look at service leavers and veterans? Well, I've been, as Richard said, been at Clearton for more than 20 years. Before that, I used to be in the Royal Navy and obviously have a, have a feel for what that transition's like. And, it, and it's quite, a, I know it's difficult and it's quite a frustrating because you don't really know what you want to do because um, being in the forces, it's kind of, it's more than a job. It's like, a, it's a lifestyle. So, so, so knowing 
how to transit into something else and what and what you want really hard because you've spent so long, it's so intense delivering what you want to do in the forces. You don't really get the opportunity to stay outside of it. So it's a big step. And so I've made it. And But if you look more broadly across the company, um, we've had lots of people be successful in a, in a variety of different roles, um, whether it's leading our health and safety teams, running um, big depots across uh, regions with hundreds of staff, um, we've had many people successful over the years, and and I think the military gives you that that the discipline of hard work, which I think all firms want, but it also I think leads to quite organised people, and a lot of our business is very practical, so people are quite successful. We've got we've got a military background historically. Sure, Richard, what's your connection with with the military here, apart from being uh, sort of co-director with uh, with Will? Um, is there any connections with yourself? There is no personal connection, but uh, I'm going to reiterate kind of Will, what Will said. I think what's brilliant about our business, it's both infrastructure in media, uh, and sometimes it's interesting to know that what ends some of our clients are local authorities, public transport authorities, and at the other end, they're advertisers and agencies. And I think there's not that many models which you can have two so distinct uh, audiences and customers, yet they come to kind of together to kind of create an eye a greater purpose, kind of no media without infrastructure, no infrastructure without uh, media. And I think a lot of the skill sets uh, and kind of, you know, learnings that you will get from the military and so on are things that are applicable to real life and to our reality, which is outdoor advertising, uh, media and infrastructure. Fantastic. Now, guys, tell us a little bit about how how the company was built, how it was started, how has it grown? You know, what's the trajectory that the the company's on moving forward? So, when people are looking at the you know their next position, they kind of want to back a winner, if you like. They want to they want to know where the company's going. So, can you give us a little flavour of that? So, the company, um, I think the company's changed ownership a few times now over the years, but the core company started in 1936. And um, really picked off, actually, ironically, after the Second World War, where billboards were used a lot to cover building sites where, where houses that had been bombed were being redeveloped and rebuilt. And so, ironically, its roots come back to um, a negative side of the military. But um, that, that sort of um, has then led to what, what would be a really fa- fairly traditional company, I suppose, for the next 30, 40 years, um, doing paper billboards, doing the bus shelter advertising. I think the big change that we're seeing and we're driving, it's happened in the last five or six years, which is a digital transformation. So what what people used to see as a billboard now really is quite different. And if you live in London or central London, you may be more used to seeing the big digital screens, the towers, et cetera. But but actually that's now spreading nationally. And and what it means is we get get to uh, advertise different brands. We have different relevance. So rather than having to um, wait for posters to be printed and posters and driven around and put up. We, we now have, we're much more relevant to the community. So through COVID, for example, governments were able to change the messaging about lockdown uh, right on the high street where, where people are. And as people left city centres, we've been able to put digital screen into more, more uh, um, regionalised areas and do that community messaging as well. So it's a combination of advertising, government messaging, et cetera. So digital's making us more relevant. And that's the big transformation. Obviously, traditionally, we've got a very fixed, there's a billboard with a printed image. And, and as you said, you've got to wait for things to be changed over. This shift now to digital, 
Is that now you're recruiting a slightly different skill set or, or technical ability to, to work digitally? You know, I'm thinking more on the IT and, and sort of cybersecurity and things like that, rather than the traditional, you know, brush and uh, an adhesive to put up a, a poster. Is that, has that shifted your workforce requirement slightly? Yeah, I think uh, what's been exciting is when people talk about out of home, it is the oldest medium. And very much as you described it before, even paper and paste. People were used to draw in caves and the rest. I mean, what's exciting about out of home, it kind of keeps on being a very public and very physical medium. But we're seeing that through digitalization, it is being reimagined. And what we have seen is a growth of people with, uh, you know, different backgrounds, electricians, engineers, uh, building. Uh, but I think what's been brilliant is seeing how so many of our people have actually grown in the building with us. Uh, you know, I look at some of the skills I have now that I didn't have 20 plus years ago when I first started at Clear Channel. And I think what's been brilliant is out of home is the oldest medium, but I also think it is the one with the brightest future. And what we've seen is actually people have grown, uh, developed and evolved with, with us. Uh, and what is brilliant is that the public uh, still loves the power of the poster and it's very kind of public promise in this very physical, uh, inclusive uh, kind of reach, reaches everyone's upper medium and platform. Might that be classic or digital? Now, guys, can you tell me a little bit about the kind of contracts that you, you're winning when you talk about tendering? And and you've taught me something this morning in terms of, you know, the the actual furniture, the street furniture is purchased from from the advertising revenue, which which I've learned. I'm sure a few other people have. Can you give us a little bit more insights into the type of things that you're now going after and and winning? What's what's that like? Okay, um, so. Big big contract win recently is with uh, Bristol County Bristol Count, uh, Council. Um, so what what happens is the local authority will issue uh, a tender for the provision of bus shelters or uh, for advertising rights, and in return, um, people will bid to offer money, um, products, um, things to make the environment a better place. So when you look at um, you know maybe even ten years ago, what what happened? You'd be fairly um, standard tender responses where people would pay a percentage of the revenue the advertising generates and replace the bus shelters and commit to cleaning and washing regimes, etc. Um, now what you're seeing is it's a mixture of much more um, involves community investment. So we are employing locally in Bristol. So people who've been um, homeless before um, or people from less privileged backgrounds who struggle to get to work, we're creating specific roles for them. We're creating apprenticeships. We're investing in um, green infrastructure, so so creating funds for people to, to invest in the council and recruiting jobs to manage that. And when we when we talk about green infrastructure, we talk we mean things like um, living roofs on bus shelters or planting trees. Um, and actually, with decluttering, we're taking a lot of the paper out and putting fewer better digital sites in. So when when you look at what it does to the city, um, we, we're really working hand in hand with them about what the community wants. So. Um, in Bristol, we're creating um, locations for local artists to display their work. Um, so not just posters, but posters that generate the community, as, and as, as well as looking at um, products that can reduce um, particulate emissions from diesel, etc. So it's really not just a case of here's the bus shelters, here's the money, see you later. It's a much more joined up approach. So what, what we really need is a more flexible team, people who um, live locally, people who care, want to make a difference. And I think, as, as Rich said, we, we we train people anyway, so so it shouldn't be a barrier for someone looking at us if they're not so quite sure what role 
Um, people move around quite a lot internally. So if they come in in one role but see another one, they're in suit two. We're quite quite encouraging about that. And, and generally, people stay for a decent time with Clear Channel, and, and that can only be because we keep the jobs hopefully interesting and keep giving people opportunities to grow within it. So in training, yeah, and I think that opportunity to move within a company rather than it just being a job to move on, and it's more of a career path. I, I know for second careers, people coming out of the military, that's going to be a you know a, a real interest to them. You've mentioned about the people staying with you for a decent length of time. Talk to me a little bit about the culture within the organisation and, and the culture for people to thrive in. How would you kind of encapsulate that? We, we have a headline, which is kind of this idea of bring you shape us. And I think it's, uh, you know, something that what we call our bride sparks have uh, come up with, which is uh, uh, some of the younger team members who kind of helped us shape that. But I thought what was brilliant with this idea of bring you shape us it actually captures me. You know, I'm 45. I've been in the business uh, uh, 20 years. I feel like you get to bring the whole of yourself at work. I think you get to shape what uh, the present looks like, but you also have a say in terms of what the future looks like. And I think this idea that we operate in the real world with really real physical products, this idea that it's both media and infrastructure makes it absolutely brilliant. And I think one of the things that I like about uh, uh, outdoor and outdoor company, outdoor media. It's both local and national. There's something very local and very physical, yet you're part of a bigger, you know, a part of a bigger business. And I think what we're seeing is more and more of our uh, teams and team members and joiners love this idea that we operate in the real world, that we have a real uh, physical footprint, and uh, that we have this ability of improving infrastructure. Uh, but also offering media channels. And I think that's why we're seeing large advertisers work with us, but we're seeing a rising number of local and regional advertisers actually, you know, kind of, you know, spend time and money with us, which is absolutely brilliant. Will, you raised a point earlier on about, you know, when you're in the military, it's all encompassing, it's your life, it's it's everything about, and it's difficult to see beyond that and, and trying to decide what you're going to do when you come out. If you are now kind of having a conversation with somebody who's still in the service, they're approaching the end of their time, and what are they going to do next? What are the things do you think would appeal the most to a service leaver or someone that's been out for a short period of time to say, this is why you would fit really well in our organization. What would, what would be that conversation? Um, I think, I think it's, I think if you step back slightly, the, we've had so many diverse roles in our organization. I, I, there's probably something for everybody, but if you step back from that, um, to me, it's, it's a scary transition. It's feeling valued. I think, I think when I look back at it, the, I, the military gives you such a sense of pride because to go through, just even to get through basic training and then do your service time professionally, you're constantly under review, you're constantly pushed. And if I'm honest, I, I used to look down on all civilian roles, thinking if you're a civilian, you, you fail, you know, you can't be as good as a military person. Um, and you, you come out with, um, in some ways, a good ego, um, but also fearful because you built up to be this, you know, great, great machine. And then you don't know if you'll even make it in the civilian world. So you suddenly having all your um, prejudices tested is quite a scary principle. So I know when I first started, um, there was a guy who'd been a captain in the army, did the first job as me when I first joined. And having someone else there uh, to talk to made me sort of kind of had made the transition a bit easier. Um, 
and they are very different worlds you know from you know i remember my, my color sergeant screaming at us saying you look like a bunch of civilians going around tesco's stopping market we're walking around a parade ground and you come you come out and you go around tesco's and people don't walk in straight lines and they stop and, you know and you then you get you get surprised at how inefficient people are well lots of things in civilian life will appear really inefficient but then also some of the best thinkers, brightest people, hardest working people I've ever met have been um, in civilian life. So just something to, to, to come out with a positive mindset because, yes, the military is all encompassing, but I've made friends for life, uh, just the same in my civilian job as I had in the military job. So it, it's just embrace it, be open-minded, I would say. Fantastic. Richard, if I can kind of, you said, you know, you've been 20 years in the company, you've gained a lot, it's been, you can bring your whole self to, to the role. Would you say there's a USP about the company uh, compared to other people in your in your space within within the industry? Is there is there a particular USP? I think every role has its own USP, but I would say what is the USP is this idea of media and infrastructure. And I think it's this idea that it's a big business, therefore there's loads and loads of opportunities, but it's also a small business with a really group of, a group of individuals that are massively interconnected. With the 24th of January, uh, 2022, and I've already signed two letters for people who have served over 30 years of Clear Channel. And I think that says, uh, that says something. I think if you look at how many people have stayed in a clear channel. Some of them have stayed in their roles because that's what they wanted. Others have grown within their roles. I think it's this idea that we're big, but we're small, uh, that uh, we operate in this very real physical world and that we transcend media and infrastructure. Well, Richard, really appreciate you coming on and explaining a little bit more behind the company and what makes it tick and why it would be appealing to uh, veterans. So I wish you luck in finding the right people to uh, to jump into those roles that you're advertising over on our jobs board. Thank you, Dominic. And I hope I'll be very careful when I walk around Tesco now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not sure. Three steps, right, turn left, got to get organised. Yeah. Fantastic. Fantastic.